Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. special episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We're going to talk about NXT TakeOver War Games and the Survivor Series. My name is John, and joining me today is my good friend Courtney. Courtney, welcome back. Hello. Hi. I'm so happy to be back here. And I I watched WWE for this, so you know that that means we have a strong friendship. (laughs) It's true. It's true. I feel like... (laughs) I asked you on maybe Friday or Thursday, hey, are you watching TakeOver? And I can't can't remember what your reply was. I think it was kind of like, yeah, I might. And I'm like, do you want to record a podcast if you do? Please? Yeah. And here we are. I I was like, oh, TakeOver, all right. I will definitely watch that because it's going to have people I like. So I'll I'll, I'll bother with that one. Yeah. I don't know when I get to it. And then I was like, Survivor Series? Fuck that shit. I don't know. I'm probably not going to watch that. And then I got home yesterday and I was like, eh. So I just watched it with I was, stuff in the background. When you told me I'm watching Survivor Series, I went, what? I know. I was. Uh, I shocked myself. I think I had to tweet it. And I was like, guys, I'm watching WWE. This is crazy. You, you so my wa- takes, I'm warning everybody now, my takes are going to be hot and fresh and probably real shit. Because uh, I haven't watched the product in so long. Whatever. It's fine. So, um, did you... No, we can't catch the pre-show for NXT because there's no pre-show for that. They will be airing on... That's good. They're going to air that Pete Dunn-Gargano match, right? Yeah, I think it's on Wednesdays. I think it's the main thing on Wednesday's NXT Perfect. episode, which I'm, I'm waiting for it. Oh, Just waiting. I am here for that, for sure. Yeah, it's going to be good, I'm sure. So, we opened the show with uh, Cassius Ono taking on Lars Sullivan and... Mm-hmm. This match was, it was only five minutes. Like, I'm looking at the runtime. It was only five minutes? Yeah, it was five minutes. I remember being like, that was short as fuck. Holy crap. Uh, what do you think of Lars Sullivan? Um, I'm okay with him. Like, everybody was like, he's amazing. Big guy. And I'm like, he's very fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. It reminded me of, like, how they kind of debuted and started off with Braun Strowman, where he was just like, I am scary and large, and I'm actually all right at actual wrestling, so it kind of is okay. Yeah. Instead of just being scary and large, um, so like I didn't have any problem with it. The match I thought was good for what it, like what it was supposed to be. Oh yeah. Um, but it doesn't make me want to like go watch a bunch of Lars Sullivan matches. But granted, Fair. he's not like that style isn't really my thing in general. Right. But I was just like, oh, that was a good opener like that was fine chris hero's hair looked really pretty it did so. it did yeah he's um, a pretty man have you heard lars sullivan cut a promo you know i feel like i have watched i remember there being all this chatter about him and i feel like i watched something on youtube but i can't remember what it was now we marianne and i haven't been keeping up with nxt we want to but that's for another day i guess but one of the last episodes we watched he cut a promo and we both we're very surprised at how well-spoken he was. Nice. Was, That's good, at least. Yeah, so he's got that going for him. And, I mean, yeah, he's an, he's an all-right wrestler. I mean, Cassius, 
I don't know. I, don't, I feel like he's is just he kind incredible? of he is incredible. <laughs> I'm 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 more like I don't know why he lost, but also I mean I agree. Yeah. I mean, I guess they want to build up Lars a little bit, but Cassius, I mean, yeah, I think he'd look good on Team Blue. I'm just gonna say that. I completely agree. That would be very nice. So it's not like they need more people, but you know what I mean. Let's do it anyway. <laughs> I actually think Smack SmackDown does need more people. But... Actually, SmackDown, yeah. Raw, no, but SmackDown, yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting till tomorrow since they debuted like three women on Raw tonight. I'm, yes. a, I'm guessing they're gonna do something tomorrow on SmackDown too. I hope so. I hope so. Bring um, out the iconic duo. Sorry. Yes. Come on. Let's do it. it. I mean, especially. Oh boy, here we go. Especially the SmackDown women's division. I feel like they need they need a pick me up like real yeah. bad. I was very we surprised hope- to see three uh, women debut, or I guess one re debut tonight on raw which already has like 15 million people on it and four of them yeah. they don't really use right exactly yeah i was like just i mean we'll get to it but just looking at that uh, smackdown women's survivor team i was like ooh, ooh, girls you guys need to spice <laughs> something up here add a couple people with some, some something interesting because lord have mercy yeah seriously oh my goodness there's some shit on that team so yeah so <laughs> This next match, um, I think for me, probably match of the weekend. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I know we t- joke. we talked about it a little a little bit uh, uh, in match of the year candidate for sure. Yeah. I think it's definitely on my top ten for sure. Uh, Alistair Black taking on Velveteen Dream, who uh, I'm just gonna say is uh, only 22 years old. Mm-hmm. And already looks like a goddamn superstar. Yeah. This match was... I mean, I I thought it would be decent because I've seen a little bit of... Uh, when he first started doing the Velveteen Dream gimmick, it, I saw him at a house show in San Jose. And I thought, man, this guy, this guy's got something. I don't know what it is yet. And now we're like fully in it to where we know who he is and what he can do. And I think he and Alistair Black just killed it. They, yeah. Man. Thoughts. I I loved it. Um, Patrick Clark, or uh, I remember when he debuted and stuff, I was like, okay. It's like a guy sort of doing a Prince gimmick, but not really fully committing to a Prince gimmick is yes. how I felt about it. Um, but I feel like at this point, he's he's all in on it. And he's actually like running with the idea, which makes me slightly more, uh, I don't know, more excited about it. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched all of the buildup, but I do watch NXT. NXT and 205 Live are the only WWE things I actually watch consistently. Um, so I have been keeping relatively update updated with NXT um, and then Drew Gulak. Those yes, of course. I'm in. <laughs> he is, he's just killing it. He's doing yeah. a great job he's, right now. He's the best part of every show he shows up on. Agreed. Um, but I love 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 alistair black so i was like i'm yes. going to watch war games just for him to be perfectly honest yes um and he did not disappoint and i thought this match was ridiculously good in that it had some awesome wrestling in it like there's some moves in there i was like holy shit patrick clark pulled out some shit i never expected yeah uh alistair black obviously is an incredible wrestler and his strikes are just like yeah mortifying but i thought this was one of the best storytelling like matches i've seen in wwe and probably like a year at least in ages because that match you could have watched that match having no background on that that gimmick having no background on the story at all and like it it would have worked for anybody 
uh, which I think WWE struggles with a lot is the the fact that if I don't feel like I'm aware of the backstory, um, like I don't really care. But with that one, I was like, you could be not aware of the backstory and still totally buy into everything and yeah. happening. And I just um, I loved Alistair at the end after <sighs> he had defeated him. So good. And I also just I love Velveteen Dreams his fa- his facial expressions throughout the match. Mm-hmm. Where um, he tries to get one up on, he like crawls into the ring, but Alistair's just waiting for him, and he's like, "Ugh, I can't get this guy." Like he's yeah. he's just got me. And then when he finally says his name, I loved him selling uh, the black mass, but also being confused, but also being kind of happy. There was just so yeah. many emotions on his face. It was it was excellent. Oh, and we got to talk about his Rick Rude tights. Oh my god, they were incredible. Perfect. And I love the um, third eye glasses too. I like yes. that. Yes. His 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 look is great. He has yeah. a great look and he knows how to work that look. Yes. And I really liked I think everybody on Twitter had mentioned it already, but the fact that that was like the perfect example of how to put somebody over in defeat. Yes. Like it made everybody was chanting for him at the end of that match. Everybody was super invested. Um it didn't matter that he lost. Nobody's going to really remember that he lost, I don't think. No. Like but they'll remember the aftermath and stuff. Yes. Um, and also, I love that a match between a African-American gentleman doing a Prince gimmick and a hot, like, like hot Satanist from Amsterdam was <laughs> single-handedly the gayest thing I've seen in wrestling all year, aside from Fandango and Drew Gulak. Everything, that was the most homoerotic <laughs> series of images I have ever seen. Like, and and Alistair Black doesn't back down from him at all. Like he's no. not afraid of his sexuality or anything like that. It was just like I love that they never made the the story about like any sort of sexual element. Like yes. it was never a thing. Like where Alistair Black was like, oh, this guy's like, you know, yeah. It, it, but it was like the un like the the tone of it was always there. It yes. was just unspoken. Oh, it was so gay, and I loved it. It I... was so funny. I especially loved when Velveteen did the, uh, I keep wanting to call him Tommy End, the Alistair Black uh, sit down, and then Alistair did the crawl to him, and he was like, whoa, I don't know what's happening. Uh, It was so good. I thought it was beautiful. It was so good. Just every part of this match was was amazing. Yeah. And so this next match, I... It was the fatal four-way for the uh, the NXT Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. Peyton Royce, Nikki Cross, uh, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. Oh my goodness, Kyrie, yeah. And uh, Ember Moon. Should I not tell you that I still have only watched two episodes of the May Young Classic? <laughs> it's all right. You're allowed. It's okay. There's we so much. Can... There is so much. There's so much. So I thought this match was. I I had fun. I thought it was yeah. good. Um. I thought Peyton Royce did a great job as well. I thought uh, mm-hmm. Nikki Cross taking that. What was she thinking? That power bomb. Oh, because she's Nikki Cross. Yeah, she could do anything. <laughs> the woman's freaking fiance is the size of a house. So that's true. Yes, pretty sure she's <laughs> the toughest bitch I've ever seen in my life. She's great. Like, God. Uh, now there was a lot of back and forth on the outcome of this mm-hmm. match on on the Twitter. A lot of people. <laughs> A lot of people were not happy that Ember Moon ended up winning the match and becoming the new NXT Women's Champion. Uh, how do you feel about this? I'll give my thoughts. I 
don't mind it. I really don't have a problem with Ember Moon winning. I think that it makes the most sense. Yeah. Because I would like to see if Nikki Cross wins, I'd like to see her in an actual feud first. Um, because I feel like Nikki Cross has been in been in a lot of like these like battles to get into the the match, like yes. with Asuka and all these different people. Like I want to see like an actual Nikki Cross feud with someone first. Yeah. Um, and then have her have it. I really want. Um, I don't think Kyrie should have won because she's so new that I think that it's going to be a little bit longer before they should actually let her like show off why she's won the Mae Young Classic and yes. why she deserved to be in it and stuff. Um, so for me, it was basically going to be either Ember and Peyton Royce. I, in my heart of hearts, I probably would have put the title on Peyton Royce just because I think she's incredible. And I think there's more stories that they can do with a yeah. Peyton Royce heel champion than they can do with an Ember face champion. Um, but I I don't have a problem with it because I feel like it's a like a redemption arc they're going with with yeah. Ember because she's basically been number one contender for ages. She's beaten everybody else. The only person she couldn't be is Asuka. So it only makes sense for her to have the title now. Yeah. Um, the only thing is Ember Moon. I really like her, but I almost feel like I feel like Ember's like missing something. Um, there's like a connectivity that I miss with mm. Ember. Even though like Peyton Royce and Nikki Cross are like evil heels, I still feel like more interested in them than I do Ember Moon. I wonder if it's because I don't know what Ember Moon's gimmick is, and I don't think anyone does. I don't think she does. I think she's part <laughs> werewolf, vampire, goddess of the moon, but nobody really knows what that is. Yeah. Like her gimmick is a little like I don't like supernatural, but that's where the the, it, the definition of it ends. Um, so if it was me, I would have put it on Peyton, but um, I don't know. We'll see if they're gonna do something with Peyton and and Billy Kay, and that's why they didn't run yeah. with the title, but. All I know is now I really need Ruby Riot to take the title off Ember Moon. I know. That's what I want. And we were talking about people that debuted on Raw. I was kind of hoping maybe Ruby would have shown up. I feel like that that makes a little more sense with with Paige re-debuting. I feel, I feel like, like that Ruby, combo is awesome. Yeah. I feel like Ruby has uh, a gimmick that could easily get over anywhere. I don't feel like it's as niche as much as like yeah. some of the other girls NXT gimmicks where it's like they're very much grounded in NXT and their popularity is going to be NXT popularity that carries them through. Yes. Where I think Ruby Riot's gimmick is very like clean cut of who she is and what she's about and it could easily translate to any storyline in any of the, the main roster shows. So. Yes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. The match um, is good, though. Yeah, and uh, I, I mean, Ember, it was her it's home state. Yeah. So I guess there's that, and I mean, yeah, it made it made I think the most sense that she be as you said she could beat everybody else except Oscar. So why wouldn't she be the champion? Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I didn't really. I don't know. I, I I understood why people were saying, well, maybe she shouldn't have won it like immediately after Oscar left. Yeah. But, but then it also gets into the problem of like, how long do you want her in the title picture without winning? Yeah. Because it's already been so long. If you leave her in there until another takeover, then it's like, then it has to be a whole nother storyline of her going against somebody else for another two takeovers. Right. Like, then it's been a freaking year. Like, come on. I think I also saw the argument that, well, if she was, if they were just going to put the title on her, why didn't they have her beat Asuka to make it more meaningful that way? But I mean, mm-hmm. did Asuka, she got hurt, right? Yeah. And then, yeah. So I don't know. Also, we all know they're going to have Asuka finally lose to Charlotte, right? 
Because, like, the only oh. woman in WWE they give a shit about is Charlotte. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, that's that's my guess, at least. Because, let's face it, Charlotte gets every single thing. And I don't have a problem with Charlotte at all. But, right, right, right. I mean, she's the, she's the WWE golden woman at this point. Yep. She's held, I think she's held every single title now that she's won the SmackDown one. Yeah. Um, she's like the face of a million different things. She's on the tap out campaign girl. Like, yep. I mean, it's her or Alexa at this point, I think. I don't think they're going to have her like Oscar lose to Natty. Like, come on. Yeah. Could I you mean, imagine? I kind of want that to happen. Oh, God. I, I, I mean, <laughs> the internet would, would implode. To watch the internet explode. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my but... goodness. <laughs> so, all right. We have Drew McIntyre defending the NXT Championship against Andrade Cien Almas. Mm-hmm. Um, I w- this match, I I really enjoyed this match, and then good. I think I enjoyed it even more because I was so surprised that Almas ended up winning. I think everybody was. I think even the crowd when they hit the three, everyone's just like. Yeah. Wait, what? Are we really fucking kidding? Like, yes. Holy shit. Oh my um, goodness. It, it was the perfect way to do it with being in like Texas and the like being so close to Mexico and that's his whole thing. Like, and also like, come on, NXT crowds are smarky crowds. Everybody knows he's like, who, like what his, like a lot of people, I think in the crowd, like knew his previous to WWE story. Yes. There were loads of like, you know, the Ingobernables, like the shit in the air and, yeah. you know, the fist pump thing. And um, so I, I, if they were going to do it, I was su- surprised they did it. Yeah. But I was glad that they did it then. I also did not realize because I haven't. I watch NXT, oh. but I don't like watch NXT. Right. I had no idea Drew McIntyre was a good guy. I honest <laughs> God thought that Drew McIntyre was a heel the whole time, and I was like, "Oh, they're oh shit, Drew's the face in this." Yeah, he's the good <laughs> yeah. guy. Didn't realize it until the match st- like till the introductions, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." I yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. I like I said, very very surprised. I mean, I'm happy. Yeah, and it's like, where are we gonna go? from here especially with uh i've apparently drew got injured really badly and apparently that didn't change the finish so it was always going to be that um almas was going to win apparently okay so but the other thing i heard was the reason for that was because mcintyre was probably going to get called up soon oh no I haven't heard. Is it really bad? Is it? I think it's six months. Oh, that is just so. That sucks. Oh. The worst thing ever. I hope that they. I hope if it is. I hope it's shorter. I don't know yeah. how these things work, but <clears throat> I hope it's shorter. But if not, I hope when the key comes back, they just debut him on the main roster. Yeah, they should definitely do that. I think they that's... absolutely need to. Um, I think it's a good idea because I think, I mean, I personally am always a bigger fan of heel uh, champions um, as your main thing because it's always so much, it's always so much easier and more interesting to write for a heel champion trying to get usurped rather than a baby face trying to hang on. Yeah. And uh, let's face it, WWE, it doesn't need more. It needs more help in writing in general. So let's make it as easy as fucking possible (laughs) for them. Like they can only fuck up so many things. So I think it'll be interesting to see how they go because they have 900 pretty much really good people who could be in that main event picture. Yes. Um, I think I have a feeling that the next person to win it might be Roddy. Really? I feel like, excuse me, I feel like they're going to wait on Adam Cole. I don't think they're going to give it from a heel to another heel. Well, whatever Adam Cole is, he's kind of like weirdly in the middle. 
Yeah. Um, but he's not a good guy. I mean, he's not. What is Adam Cole? <laughs> what is Adam Cole except a babe? Uh, other than that, I don't know. Um, but I feel like they'll probably give it to Roddy first and then have like a long Roddy Adam Cole program before they that would hand be it over to him. Though I would prefer if Tommy Alistair Black won. Yes. <laughs> that would be badass, I think. But yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, I have a feeling he's not long for the main roster, to be honest. Alistair? Yeah. God, I hope. I hope. He has the presence and the entrance that would be amazing Dude, in a large oh arena. They present him so well. It's just. When I saw him at my takeover, it was unbelievable. Was that the, his like, first? The, uh, yeah, that was his debut. Uh, his takeover debut. I lost my mind. Mm-hmm. That was Oh, and that was against Andrade Cien Almas, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how far, how far both of them have come. I know in like six months not yeah. even six months and also months, yeah. this was i think almost two years to the date that almost signed with nxt yeah i remember seeing cool. a tweet about that it's very cool mm-hmm. uh main event war games <laughs> i guess sort Qu- of war games? question mark war games war games with like the upside down question mark <laughs> yes like i i sort it's sort of war it's war games in name yes it's sort of war games in fashion sort of war know. games let's sort of war games yeah. doesn't fit on the t-shirt as well no, <laughs> no it's not so we had the undisputed era which is adam cole bobby fish and kyle o'reilly uh taking on the authors of pain and little author of pain roderick strong <laughs> little author and uh sanity um, I think that this was this match was almost forty minutes long. It was long as fuck. Um, honestly, I don't I don't know while I was watching this if I was like this is so long. I don't know if I ever felt that no, way. Yeah. So there's, a, I mean, because there and it it sure shit shouldn't have because there was what nine people in this match. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this was as good of a ECW cage match as we're gonna get in the in the modern day here. Yeah. Um, I mean, so much happened in this, in this, I just don't even know where, where to start. I mean, Alexander Wolf had a, like a nightstick yep. and Killian was just throwing in garbage cans and tables. And I think they did a great job of finally at one point just being like, oh yeah, we can do whatever we want. Let's throw all of the chairs and trash cans in the ring now. Um, so I know you don't do well with, with the blood. Yeah. How did you, I was, I was heavily warned ahead of time that it was there and that it was only, it's only really in like the last portion of the match. Yeah. Um, So it was mostly just like a lot of like, and hiding my eyes until I realized that it was because they, they had him secluded for quite a while. Yeah. They did. did, When they did the big suplex, uh, the superplex spot, the like big thing of the match, which the only fucking reason they didn't have a cage was to do that. Like those two spots. Like, okay, that's whatever. I I have my own bullshit opinions on that, but I mean, he wasn't there for that. He was in the corner, I guess getting stapled or whatever the hell they were doing. You could see he was lying down and the, doctor was yeah. like reaching through the cage yes um and then there's like two or three shots at the very end where he's just like doused in blood and i'm like what the fuck happened to him so and it was when he went through the table yeah he did a um, super yeah. german suplex onto was it uh, akum yeah on the akum and he hit the back of his head on the table as he went down Ugh. and then they were attending to him and then he came back and mm-hmm. did a couple of bumps and then he laid down on the side and 
at the end of the match, why are we not opening the cage immediately? Right. I agree. I, he was just lying there, and I'm like, he's still bleeding pretty badly. Can From we open? Head. Yes. Can we open the cage and get to him? Like, I, I don't care if it ruins this long celebration that Undisputed Era is already having. Yeah. We need to attend to Alexander Wolf here, who looked great. I thought he looked great in this match. I think everybody he did. Everybody looked pretty good, even I, uh, uh, little author pain. Not seen a lot of them all beforehand, like yeah. uh, in in NXT. But I really like realized how much I really liked Sanity. Yes, I was like, man, Sanity's fucking awesome. And I like did not really get them before, but man, they really worked out in that match. I was like, I really like Sanity. I didn't realize I was a fan of them, so oh, now I want to yeah. go back and watch more Sanity stuff. Oh, you got to watch the. Um, I'm sure. You, did you watch the last Takeover when they yeah. won, when they won the titles? They, when they look, won the titles. Yeah, they look great in that too. I I really mm-hmm. enjoyed them in that. Um, yeah, this match was insane, and I loved Adam Cole just like. <laughs> Just sliding around on the top of the cage. That was the best. Like Adam Cole just like caterpillaring across very slowly. Like, nobody's going to notice I'm here. Um, I also really enjoyed the part where there's like the the big superplex spot in both rings. Yeah. And Adam Cole's just sitting in the middle and yes. like looking down at the carnage and the crowd goes nuts and he just has to do the Adam Cole baby and the whole crowd does it. I was like, I really like the idea of Adam Cole's gimmick just being like dude who is really into himself. Yeah. And just keeps cheer- cheering for it. There's some I don't know. I like Adam Cole a lot. I genuinely like Adam Cole and I always have. I um, I want to like Adam Cole, but yeah. I I just I don't I, you and I have spoken about this like i don't yeah. think he's he's a terrible wrestler i just no. don't get it well also you're a straight man yes and he is a beautiful beautiful well, no individual. he is yeah he is very beautiful i i mean yeah i, I mean that that uh, that definitely adds to my enjoyment of looking at him yes uh but yeah i really like adam cole a lot because i feel like adam cole is i don't know i feel like he's very earnest and he's just like this is my gimmick, and it is that I like myself, yes. and I'm just going to scream my name a lot. And I, and I, for some reason, it doesn't annoy me as much as it would if it was pretty much anyone else. Right. Um, but man, do I like Red Dragon being in NXT? Yes. Oh. Every every that's time the best. they do anything, I'm like, this is why NXT is a good place for like not older, but like the kind of veteran indie guys, because man, do they make everything look so much better. Yes. Bobby Fish, every time I see Bobby oh. Fish wrestle, first of all, I think, oh my God, thighs. Yeah. And then second of all, I think, gosh, Bobby Fish is like 40 years old. Yeah. And he's on NXT. And like, how cool is that for him to finally get there and like make money <laughs> for his family? Yeah. It's he's great. He's just a good dude. And Kyle O'Reilly absolutely wins for best faces in professional wrestling oh my god kyle o'reilly's stupid faces because he cannot act to save his life because he is a grown he is a he is a definition of a puppy human like kyle is just excited about everything and he's just smiley and he like does his whole fronting to sanity thing and it's hysterically yes, like the the sauntering out oh oh my god him hitting himself in the face with a chair is <laughs> one of the funniest gifts i have seen all fucking year that was aside good. from the the Callisto gift that came um, yesterday. Oh my goodness! But Kyle hitting himself in the face of the chair was like I've seen that spot a hundred times, and he just sold it like he was so surprised a chair was there, yeah. even though he was the one holding it. Oh, it's it great. Good stuff. So yeah, and at- it made me that match made me give a shit about Roddy Strong, which is very rare to happen. I so. know, right? 
yeah, Roddy Strong has been really great this, in NXT. Like, his stuff in NXT was way better for me than a lot of his indie stuff. Yeah. Like, at least in terms of, I'm actually interested in watching a Roddy Strong match. Right. I feel like his his wrestling has really, I think Roddy's always been a really good wrestler. Yes. Um, but, I don't know. It feels like it's different in NXT. Like, it's something about it just feels slightly different than it did when he was in, like, Ring of Honor and stuff. So, right. Yeah. So Adam Cole ends up um, winning. Is he? He's not the sole survivor. What is he? He's just he's just the guy who pinned Eric Young. He's just the guy. <laughs> he's just the guy that that won the match. And uh, yeah, uh, Takeover very good. I thought it was mm-hmm. a very good show. But now we move on to Survivor Series, which um, I was <laughs> pleasantly surprised by. Yeah. Usually I had no expectations and my expectations were exceeded because I had none, (laughs) but I actually thought it was really fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. We'd actually, both of us, we did not watch any of the pre-show. So if you're looking for our analysis on uh, Elias Sampson versus Matt Hardy, you're, you're going to be very disappointed. Listen, four hours of main roster, uh, fucking WWE is enough. I can't do six. I can't. Yeah. I don't know how, and I couldn't do it, and I knew Enzo and and Kalisto would be fine, and I knew Sami Zayn was going to be on, and I still couldn't do it. So it's too money. It's too yeah. much. Too much wrestling in that six hours of WWE is too fucking much wrestling. I will tell you, after NXT, I usually like after a main ro- like I guess it's not really main roster, but usually after I watch an event, I'm like, all right, I got to do something else. But I was like. I got to watch more wrestling. And yeah. I think I watched some New Japan just because I was. Oh, no, I watched uh, the Rev Pro, the Global. Uh, oh, yeah, the Global War show. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. I didn't get through the first uh, card. Anyway, we open up Survivor Series uh, with The Shield taking on The New Day. And mm-hmm. um, this is a lot of fun. It is. It's three. Uh, it's almost shocking that six very good wrestlers can put together a very good match. Oh, yeah. Like, Wow, guys. I can't no believe idea. it. They're... It's almost like Roman Reigns is actually quite good, and you need him in a match like this. <laughs> oh, you mean the greatest wrestler of all time, the retire of The Undertaker? <laughs> oh, Roman Reigns. Oh, Roman. I almost wore my uh, Roman shirt today, but uh, I did not. I like the one you went with, so yes, we'll talk about that. We will talk about that. But uh, speaking of Roman, I love the Roman Xavier Woods stuff. They had a little exchange uh, in the middle of this match and I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I feel like Xavier doesn't get enough credit cuz he's always like either, you know, sitting on the mm-hmm. outside or sitting on the outside. But I <laughs> I feel like he they need to showcase him a little more and they did in this match and I thought he uh he looked very good. Um, mm-hmm. Biggie needs to stop doing that spear to the outside. It makes me very nervous. He's he's getting better at how to of like taking it. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't look as devastating anymore. Like he doesn't look like he's gonna die. It just looks like he's gonna fuck himself up. Yes. Um. But yeah, he needs to stop. What doesn't need to stop? I'll tell you right now is Kofi wearing crop tops. That never needs to stop. <laughs> Man can wear a crop top better than I can. So let's keep him in a crop top for a long time. But uh, yeah, it was a fun match. I I enjoyed it. I actually was. I got one of those um, WWE fan council surveys today. Oh. Yeah, and um, I was going through the questions, and one of the question one of the questions is like to rate all the matches in terms of you know stuff, and I was like actually that was very much one of my favorite matches of the night. I actually liked that a lot more than I think there was only maybe one match I would put above this one, maybe two actually um, for me, because this was just, you know, it was fun. It was good. 
started off the show with a good bang. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shield went after a super triple power bomb. Say that <laughs> three times fast. Uh, I believe next up we had the women's Survivor Series elimination match. Team Raw: Alicia Fox, <sighs> Sasha Banks, Bailey, Oscar, and Nia Jax. Who yeah. had, um, uh, as Marianne was telling me, DNA hair? Is that what that's called? <laughs> I have no idea. She was like very excited about her DNA braids. I love Mary. I've never heard. She was just like, look at her hair. It's great. I'm like, yeah, it is great. And she just kept talking about how it was like DNA. I, I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure we'll when we record on Wednesday, I'll hear all about it again. <laughs> I'm going to receive a text message after I post this. But uh, they took on Team Smackdown which was uh, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Carmella, Natalia, and Tamina with Lana. Um, I don't know. Where do you want to where do you want to start with this? Um, okay. So overall, the match wasn't bad. It was fine. Right. I enjoyed it. It was like a solid 20 something minutes, 25 minutes, 29 minutes. It was it was uh a little under it was a little over 18 minutes. Okay. So it must have been like 20 um for with the entrances then that's probably what i was timing it as right um so yeah it was like solid time the only i actually didn't mind the match at all i just felt like when that one fucked up elimination happened it really fucked up the pacing of the whole match yeah and it was really hard to tell if it was because it seemed like alicia like like got her arm up and like you know kicked out and i think what was supposed to happen was alicia was supposed to kick out and naomi was supposed to put her in the submission yes. and then she was supposed to tap and then sasha was going to get naomi in the submission yes but like it was either the ref counted too quickly or naomi didn't transition into the su- the submission quick enough so even though she tapped out yeah. or even though she kicked out it like didn't she was still eliminated it was very confusing and also it was more confusing because they never announced that alicia was eliminated right yeah, it was... and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I'm so confused by this. Um, there were some good, good choices in it. I thought the idea of to get Nia Jax out by countout was smart. Yes, it was much better uh, than last year, where they, I believe, they had her tap out. Yeah, which is what? What are Ridiculous. we doing? Um, so that was really smart. Having Asuka be the last like woman was very smart because yes. nobody can pin or submit her. Okay, I get it. Um, that was smart. It was just like, I don't know, the whole segment where it's like Naya versus Tamina. I'm like, girl, in what world is Tamina anywhere near the caliber of Nia Jax? Like, I don't even think Nia Jax is that amazing of a wrestler. I think she's gotten a lot better. Yes. Like, and she consistently improves to the point where like, even on social media and stuff, like Nia is probably one of my favorites because she's really just seems like a really cool person. Yeah. But, like, Lord, if you think that Tamina is at all in the same wheelhouse of Nia Jax, you got something fucked up with you, dude. Because <laughs> Tamina ain't got shit. Like, Nia Jax could eat her for breakfast, yeah. let's be real. And Nia Jax looked amazing. The she makeup did. department did a good job with her last night. And also um, DNA braids. And the, the braids. <laughs> um, I was very pissed by Becky Lynch being the first elimination. Yes. Right now. What was via roll-up, nonetheless. Like, it, I get it because it had to be dramatic and she was the team captain and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But, like, can we stop shitting on Becky Lynch all the time? Yes. Like, what the fuck, man? Becky Lynch is the best wrestler that they have, in my opinion, of in the w, of the women in WWE. Like, holy shit. Her and Asuka are the only two that I really think are, like, 
incredible wrestlers just right. wrestling at, at just the wrestling aspect. And it's like Becky Lynch is like constantly the bridesmaid. I'm like, can't Becky Lynch win it for her team or something? Yeah. I don't, nobody has to pin Asuka. Just like something happened. I don't know. I don't know. It made me sad because I just like Becky Lynch so much. I do too. And um, yeah, a shame that she was eliminated first. And Tamina and Natalia were the last two for for Asuka to beat up. Literally unbelievable. Yeah. The two possibly most boring people in WWE overall. Fucking Tamina and Natty. Like, Natty, girl, I get it. She's, like, been there forever, and she's quite a competent wrestler. But, man, she is the most boring human being with no acting ability I have ever seen in my life. Preach. It was just... Thank God Asuka kicked the shit out of them. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, God. So Becky T- Lynch deserves more. She does. So, t- so Team Raw ended up winning this match, and I believe at this point, Raw's up 2 nothing, and everyone's yeah. freaking out like Raw's going to sweep the table and we're not going to make the last match mean anything. I know, right? <sighs> Jeez. Come on, guys. Uh, next up, um, Courtney, how do you feel about breakfast? Do you like breakfast? Do you like big breakfasts? I, fu- I fucking hate you. I hate you so much. I hear all your talk. You act like I don't listen to your podcast. I listen to your podcast, motherfucker. I don't understand Baron Corbin. I don't hate Baron Corbin. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. This was fine. So I love the Miz. Baron Corbin is fine. I just don't. I don't know. This is a big win for him. It's a big win for him. Yeah. And he had to uh, he's, beat up Bo fi- and Curtis. He's the definition of fine. Yeah. yeah. He's just a shitty heel. Yeah. I mean, the heel. definition of a shitty heel. And he's probably also, I mean, just kind of shitty. But yeah, I mean, this match match was fine. I literally have no notes on it. I just it was like, yeah, I mean, right. the Miz is the best part about it was them showing the Miz's promo from his car, oh which is God. the Miz is the best. I love the Miz so much. He's like, so good. Uh, the second best thing about this match was just any any screen, any shot of Maurice in the audience. Yeah, she's the most beautiful human being on the planet. And I don't know how she's a real human <laughs> uh, because I would literally sell several lung like all my lungs probably a liver all your lungs. maybe half my house to look like maurice because i think she's the most beautiful person ever but if you sold your lungs then you would just die no because everyone else's breath would be taken away when they see me and oh, i could and steal it from steal them it. like some doctor wow. who creature oh nice thanks you know, yeah know the crowd think... you're appealing to yeah i I've, i thought this thing's through <laughs> motherfucker i think these things through um but those are my favorite two highlights of the match baron corbin is a fine wrestler He's not my favorite wrestler, but I understand his importance and his place in the WWE universe and what he does. Um, And he's there to be cocky and shitty and have a relatively decent match. So that's fine. There you go. Baron Corbin wins. Yep. He wins. That's something. Uh, Next up. My goodness, I'm uh, I'm actually very glad that um, the bar ended up winning the tag team titles and we had mm-hmm. this match instead of the two members of the Shield just, you know, yeah. palling around. So we had the Usos taking on the bar and oh my goodness. It's really good. Oh, I love the Usos so much. So I haven't seen the Usos in like fucking months probably uh and i had no idea they're doing this like bad boy penitentiary gimmick thing are (laughs) you i was i was legitimately so confused i was like oh 
I mean, I knew they were doing, I knew they dropped the paint and all that. Like I had seen them, but I hadn't seen like this whole thing going on. I was like texting my friend, Justin. I'm like, so what, what's going on? (laughs) I'm like completely lost. Like the Usos are bad guys who are like running a penitentiary and they wear cool outfits. Like, is this the extent? She's like, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, their promo before was really fun. That was really good. They've been the it's best great. part of SmackDown. I'm since, not surprised. Since they became new nasty Usos. New um, nasty Usos. Do you know where I got that from? No. I'll tell you this story. Um, I was watching ECW when Nova returned. Okay. Like when he That's came. A great way to start a sentence. Yeah, when he came back after an injury and he had like a new look and everything. And Joey Styles said, "It's the new nasty Nova," and I just thought it was <laughs> the funniest thing ever. So whenever somebody becomes like uh, a heel, I call them the new nasty, whatever their name is. So. I like it. I like it. I approve. New nasty Usos. Um. So you were not familiar with new nasty Usos. No, not really. Oh, my I mean, goodness. I kind of like knew that they were doing like a thing, but I didn't realize that this was <laughs> that it's the greatest thing ever. What it was. Um, and it was great. It's and so I've been good. watching um, a scene amount of um, Chikara lately, like old Chikara. Yeah. Like I'm going back and I'm going to start watching like season eight or nine or something. Oh, wow. Like, okay. I'm going back like classic and I'm going to start working my way through again. Wow. Because I just, Chikara makes me happy and there's too much shit in wrestling right now. Yeah. So, um, but man, I've been watching old Cesaro and Quackenbush mashes and I was just like, man, sometimes you forget Cesaro's like probably one of the best wrestlers in the world. (laughs) Is that like BDK or is it before? Uh, I was watching BDK stuff this weekend. One of my friends is just getting into it. So he's like, can you send me, he's like, uh, where he started. Cause he's starting at ashes and, and he's like, Oh, I haven't seen any Cesaro stuff. Can you send me your favorite Cesaro quack matches? And I'm like, Oh, I'm on it. Oh, God. And so I've been watching a bunch of like evil Cesaro stuff and I'm like, oh, he is the he is the best. So isn't it made me happy. Let's go off on a Chikara tangent just for a second. Isn't it weird how I feel like the way I was introduced to you was because (laughs) you were trying to get into Chikara? Wasn't that? And then I feel like the way I was introduced to a bunch of people was because I wanted to get into Chikara. And I feel Chikaras. like it seems like the only company that people are like, I want to get into this. How do I get into this? And then everyone becomes friends because everyone just wants to watch it. You know what it is? Chikara has such a weird fucking like WWE. You can basically jump in any time and they give you enough yeah. video packages that you get 900 context clues. Yes. And and local promotions, you don't really need the stuff. But Chikara, it's like if you want to get into Chikara, you need a helping hand. You do. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. At this point. I, you know, when I got in Chikara, I had you and D and a bunch of people, and yeah. now I am, I am the goddess of yes. Chikara. Yes. People come to me like, please tell me where to start. I literally think in the past month, I've set like four people up with starting Chikara in different places. It's the best. Maybe I'll re up my best. subscription. Uh, you should, because they're doing stuff with 17 is back. I know. I saw it. Rem- I freaked out yesterday. Or, oh my yeah. God. There's some really cool shit happening in Chikara right now. I honestly will say this for the record. I think the new batch of kids, the new trainees, like group that they brought in at the beginning of the year, uh, it took me a while to warm up with them, but I think that they are the closest to like OG Chikara Gen 1 kind of grouping because you've got the Hawks that are kind of the new ants. Yes. You've got Solo Darling who's kicking ass and taking names. Yes. You've got Travis Huckabee who keeps getting better. Oh my goodness. 
Yeah, he's really good. I haven't it's watched him like... in months, but yeah, he was good then. It's almost like he was trained by Drew Gulak or something. Oh, um, yeah. And then you've got, um, I mean, there's loads of like really good new kids, you know, really young people in the in the new Chikara seasons and stuff. And they're all, I mean, Des Peloton are like fucking amazing. They're hysterical. Crumbles and Defarge are great. Like yes. the tag team division's really good. So I think I don't know. Current Chikara is really it's. Just keeps getting better. I'm like pleasantly pleased with it. When at the beginning right. of the year, I was like, I don't know what's going on, and now I'm like, I watching everything yeah. they put out. I might have to cancel a subscription and re up that. I got to figure it out. Yesterday they ran Dasher Hatfield versus Keith Lee. Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. Oh Dasher. And the main event of the finale is Dasher Hatfield versus Juan for the title. Juan still has the title. I yeah. love. Oh my god, I love and Juan Francisco. Have you? Did you see who called out Mike Quackenbush this week? Yes, David Starr. Yeah. Yes, that's great. I am all about possible Grand Champion Dasher Hatfield, and also maybe sort of comeback World Tour Mike Quackenbush because I've seen Quack Russell yeah. like three times now, and Aww. I never thought I'd see Quack Russell, and I love. cried. Ugh. So if Quack wants to wrestle more people, I am totally in hey, support if, of that. Hey, if Quack wants to uh, make good on his promise before the closure and come out to California, <laughs> that would be great. Ugh. Thanks. I love that man I'm so still, much. I'm still bitter about that. <laughs> anyway, what are we talking about? Something not Chikara? This is seems, we were talking about uh, Cesaro being amazing. Oh yes, this match was fantastic. Um. I love the Samoan drop off of Cesaro's shoulders, mm-hmm. even though I was v- very uh, nervous about it. But then when it was pulled off, Marianne says, I've never heard you make that noise before. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, true, I guess. I loved the and the finish was amazing. The tag um, leap to the outside uh, with yeah. the spl- Ugh, good stuff. Usos it was really, really good. Just good good stuff all around speaking of yeah. good stuff and i don't have the you just made the list button <laughs> but um we had uh alexa bliss taking on charlotte flair and i really liked this match it was good it was very good i had um i uh, sometimes i feel like when you get the five feet of fury versus probably the tallest or the second yeah. tallest it's like oh i don't know how good this match is going to be but it was very good and also the thing that i really liked about it is i feel like around this time the crowd kind of gets a little eh. mm-hmm. but they they were they were pretty into this match yeah it wasn't bad it didn't feel awkward um i liked that so like you were saying with alexa being the tiniest human being in human existence yes and charlotte being unreal tall um, when, when Alexa wrestled, um, Nia Jax and you knew that there was going to be like shenanigans and stuff because the difference was so vast, Yes. but with Charlotte, it's like, there's still a huge difference, but it's like a believable different difference. Like right. you still could believe that Alexa could pull this off. Yeah. Um, she was just had to change stuff up because of, of how tall Charlotte was. So I kind of liked that they they didn't go the easy route and make it be like some weird shenanigan match or some yeah. type of DQ or something like it was an actual match. I will say, and I know that I, hmm, I don't know, it bothers me still that Charlotte uses the figure eight. Oh. Because the figure eight is great, but I fucking think the natural selection is a way better finish. Yes. Um, I Because like the Miz still uses the figure four. 
Charlotte Ooh. uses the figure four. I want to the Miz using the figure four. It's very loosely. Well, I want to say something. I almost had some flashbacks during that Miz Corbin match where he started to he put it on and he almost messed it up. Yeah, I said, and I went, no, not again. We can't go through this phase where you don't know how to put on the figure four. Oh, that was the worst. That's that when he got worst. real bad. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, the na- natural selection. But I really wish she would use the natural selection because it looks so much cooler. It can, uh, like, when she hit Alexa with it because of the camera angle, you don't even see Charlotte running behind her until she hits it. Yes. So, like, from a camera perspective, it always looks really cool. Yeah. And Charlotte being nine hundred feet tall, like, it just looks badass when she does it. Yeah. And the impact, and and when you have someone who like Alexa can sell really, really well. It makes it look so much better than the, I don't know. For me, the figure eight thing is, is basically like, let's all show everybody how good and bendy Charlotte is, which we already know. Yes. And also, I mean, spoiler alert guys, nobody is more bendy and than Peyton Royce. You're not going to get anyone (laughs) who I would look at. I'm going to look at Charlotte and be like, that's a really good move. And then I see Peyton Royce doing like her, fisherman buster with the bridge and i'm like peyton royce is basically staring at the bottom of her feet so don't try and sell me on somebody else being very good at doing those bridges because unless you're alicia fox or peyton royce i don't give a fuck so (laughs) i don't know Uh, the match was fine i just wish that she uses the natural selection more often yeah agreed as a finish i mean they throw it in as like a it's almost like just a signature move now and not a finish Mm -hmm. which is um meh so uh, this next match uh, had the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar taking on the WWE Champion AJ Styles. And let me tell you, um, when this match started off, my I have one note. So is AJ going to get any offense? Is that going to happen? Is, yeah. He was just getting the shit kicked out of him. And I went, if this match just ends with him getting no offense, I'm going to be very upset yeah and then we uh i guess use the storyline of daniel bryan saying if the match goes on longer it favors aj styles and Mm -hmm. aj started getting in some offense he started working over the leg a little bit and he got that calf crusher in and i i thought for a brief second you know forgetting that raw needed one to tie it up yeah I'm like, man, maybe AJ's got this. And then Brock, uh, I love the counter to the cash, calf crusher. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> Smashing his head into the ground. Yeah. Um, I think this was Lesnar's best match since maybe WrestleMania where he wrestled Roman. Yeah, I agree. It Completely was so agree. good. I was yeah. shocked at how good it was. And I loved AJ. Keep He kept going for springboards and he was hitting them all mm-hmm. fine. And I love when Lesnar went for the f5 he sold the knee still uh yeah oh that was so great and i just uh just a great match very good i agree um i dislike brock lesnar so much i don't know if i've ever been i don't think there's ever been a brock lesnar match i've actually enjoyed in the past like five years um possibly until now (laughs) (laughs) and i'm not even a huge aj styles mark though i do have aj styles gloves I have no idea why. Where did you get them from? So, someone gave them to uh, to me or my <laughs> sister. I think someone gave them to my sister. My sister gave them to me. And I was like, I don't know why I have a pair of AJ Styles gloves, but I do. Um, so maybe I am phenomenal after all. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to be a mark for him now. But I've never been like a 
AJ Styles is incredible. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. he's never been like one of my dudes. Right, right. But man, AJ Styles and WB is fucking amazing. He's it's so, so good. good. Um, he's just really, really great. And then, um, I, I don't know. I really liked this match way more than I thought I was going to because I was like, okay, this is going to be a Brock and AJ match in which I'm only interested in the AJ aspects of it. Yeah. And AJ will do everything, and I'll be like, all right, that was fun. Um, but I was like, that was ridiculously good. Yeah. And it made it made Brock look like he was beatable, which is my always my problem with WWE is yes. because like I don't care about Brock Lesnar. There's nothing about him that interests me, but like the fact that AJ Styles made Brock Lesnar interesting for about eight minutes or whatever <laughs> was like that was the biggest shock of the night for me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is good stuff. Very mm-hmm. Very good. Now, main event, we had Team Raw, which uh, consisted of Kurt Angle, Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe, and Triple H uh, taking on Team SmackDown, which was uh, Shane McMahon, the uh, forgettable Randy Orton. Where have you been, Randy? Uh, Hopefully far away, never to return. Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, and uh, John Cena. Oh, well... Uh, this team was put together by Father Time, it seems, because everybody's <laughs> fucking ancient. Uh, Who's the youngest person in this match, Braun, Finn? Braun Strowman is the youngest person in the match at the age of 34. Wait, how old's Finn? Finn's 35, 36. Really? Finn and Samoa Joe are the same the same age, I think. They're both. Huh. I know Finn's 35, at least. Huh. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Braun Strowman is 34 years old, and he is the youngest person in this match. I have. There are, there are three people forty plus in this match. Yes, and it's Triple H, Bobby Roode, and Shane McMahon are all over forty. I have. I mean, WB, what the fuck are you doing? I have a lot of problems with this. Mainly, uh, one, two, three, four people. I mean, I'll even, I'll even <laughs> just say like it's fine that Randy Orton's in it because he's been around. Yeah. But it's like we couldn't have put but I mean also you get the storyline of Sammy and Kevin not right. not being on the SmackDown team. Um but like Kurt Angle and Triple H and uh, I don't know. I thought the match overall was fine. I had a good yeah. time. Um I think Shinsuke getting eliminated first with Bobby Roode following almost immediately after was it was one of those moments where i feel like it took a lot of wind out of the sails yes where a lot of people in in the arena and then on twitter everyone's just like well all right fine we'll finish watching but like nobody really cared it was kind of like at that moment you were like we all know that this is a triple h old people vanity project we all are fully aware of that we all understand it it's wwe what did we really expect i mean come on guys yeah so, but we're all at that level, and it was kind of like when they finally got uh, when Shinsuke got eliminated, it was kind of like, okay, they are going with this. We had a little bit of hope, but now we know yeah. what the truth is going to be here. I mean, up until that point when Shinsuke, that's about eleven, almost twelve minutes into the match, I loved the the Finn Shinsuke stuff. I thought that was fun. We got a little New Japan chant, yeah. which was cool. Um, Finn with the too sweet. Did you see? Did you see Triple H too sweet, Finn? Oh, God. <laughs> These motherfuckers. Oh, my goodness. Um, I mean, this match really showcased Braun, I think, a lot. Yeah. He was uh, just running power slamming people left and right. Um, I Oh, I, I thought the Kurt Angle eliminating anyone was kind of... <laughs> I mean, Weird. it was John Cena. That's fine, I guess. But yeah, it was just very, 
very strange. Yeah, the um, whole match was strange. The problem I had with it was it was too long. Yes. It just went on for it was 50 minutes like from including all the introductions oh, and all my that goodness. jazz. It was 50 cuz Kate Foray was t- uh tweeting the times of things. Yes. Last night. Yeah. Um and she I think she does it from like entrance music hitting until the end of the bell. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's is her criteria. Um and it was like 50 minutes and I was like that's 50 minutes and that means like Shinsuke and Braun and Finn and Joe, who are probably like for my money the best people in that match, probably had like a combined set six and a half of those fifty minutes. Yeah. Where they were actually doing things and not just standing on the side. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um it was it was like they gave Shinsuke the Oscar treatment only in reverse. Where he did everything, yeah. and they took him out first instead of because they already let Asuka take. You can't let two Japanese people do anything. That's crazy. Um, it's too much for WWE. Uh, oh, our sensibilities goodness. will be taken aback. Yes. Um, but so it was kind of it was cool to see Shinsuke do stuff with Finn though. Like yes. the crowd was fucking red, and I was ready. I was like, oh, give me this. Yeah. Um, and even seeing Shinsuke with Triple H was actually really yes. cool. Yes. And then seeing um, Triple H wrestle his uh, son was also. <laughs> The thing with Triple H is, like, I'm fine when Triple H does these kind of vanity things where he gets in the ring with Shinsuke. Yeah. And he fucks with Braun and he fucks with Balor. Like, stuff with that I have no problem with. It's, like, the fact that everything ends up being about them in the end. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's where I'm like, okay, like, I don't care about you guys anymore. Like, you're all fine and I have no problems with you. But I don't watch the show for you guys. I watch the show for Nakamura and Finn and Cesaro and, like, I don't know, other people. So. Yeah. That was my only take. It was just too, it just felt too long. Like they could have cut a like a, a, a substantial portion of oh, it, and yeah. it would have been the same thing. Definitely. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out and they attack. <laughs> Highlight. They attack, to be that was amazing. They attack Shane, and then Shane just goes apeshit crazy with the chair on both of yeah. them. Oh my goodness, that was insane. And then the Legitimate. match. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I was just going to talk about the end of the match. Oh, I was just going to say Sami Zayn is legitimately one of the best things about WWE right now. They are, they are so great together. I mean, yeah. we knew this. We Perfect. knew this already. But yeah. it's so good. I'm very I, interested to see. I was so see. worried about heel Sami Zayn. And I was done too. it so well. Oh, my goodness. It's been so great. And the other best part of this match, actually, is the very first second where Braun Strowman just throws Shane McMahon like 12 feet. That's the best. Be- the best yes. And, sh- and then the camera pans to. I actually don't mind Shane McMahon in the Shane McMahon role at all. Right. Like Shane McMahon has proved that he's still. I mean, he's not a wrestler. He's not a good no. wrestler, but he's entertaining. Yes. Which I, I find fine. Like when he inserts himself, it's when Triple H is like, it's enough. We have had enough. Shane McMahon, for me, it feels slightly different. Yeah. Um, because you know it's it's culminating to some type of Shane Daniel Bryan argument or something eventually. Yeah. Uh, but when when Braun threw Shane across the ring, Shane's face was incredible. Yeah. And I was like, at Very least good. Shane McMahon, like, I don't know, is amusing. And yeah. he pulls these ridiculous faces. And I'm like, okay, I'm fine with this. Yeah. Um, this match ends with Triple H pedigreeing Kurt Angle and Shane eliminating him. And then Triple H standing next to Shane and being like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. And then he ends up pedigreeing Shane and then pins him. And Braun and Triple H are the, the two survivors for Team Raw. And Braun, uh, looking as confused as one can, I guess. 
that that took way too long. Like, yeah. why why was he raising so his hand long. ten million times? I get it after two. Um, man, I love Braun Strowman. <laughs> Me too. I totally felt the same way. He and is... I was like, he's so not my dude. Like, that's not my type of wrestling. I don't really go for big. Unless your name is Walter, I don't give a shit if yeah. you're a big guy. Oh, he's man. the only Braun big man Walter. that I'm I'm like hard eyes over. Braun Strowman has this weird thing where he is at both times terrifying and huge, but also like really endearing. Yes. And like kind of like you get the point. I don't know there's something about I don't know how to how to express it, but there's something Daniel Bryany about Braun Strowman where okay. I feel like he feels he feels very um genuine. Yeah. Like I feel like Braun Strowman's character is just like a big ass dude who will beat the shit out of people, but I feel like he doesn't really lately at least go after anyone who doesn't deserve it. Yes. Like there's like a weird morality to Oh Braun my god, Strowman. he's the Punisher. He is. He's the Punisher. <laughs> oh my there's, god. I don't know. Braun Strowman's really he's really he does the big guy thing. Like I feel like sometimes when they were doing the Roman stuff, mm-hmm. Roman got real boring because he did the big guy thing, but then there was like nothing else. But like Braun Strowman, there's like something funny and like everything kind of goes slightly weird in yeah. Braun Strowman segments. Like the ambulance thing was like just the side of like a, a like a like a WWE parody. Yeah. And then the ring breaking last week when Kane and him oh. and him coming up from underneath, like, like it's very like weirdly like SNL would do a sketch yes. about it. But yes. Braun Strowman just keeps like barreling through. Like I'm committed. I'm so committed. We're just going to keep doing this. And it, I find it really like amusing. I don't know. He also pulls the best faces. Oh my goodness. His faces are incredible. So it just makes me like him more I, and more. I love when he grabs trips by the throat oh triple eight we talk about facial expressions triple h's um facial expressions when braun is yelling at him if you ever do that again you won't be Mm -hmm. playing this game anymore and he's just like oh my god he's gonna (laughs) kill me and then he gets power or power slam for his trouble i believe twice yeah uh man, they're putting oh, the man. rocket ship He's on so Braun, good. it seems. I tweeted last night where I was like, I don't know what happened in the like six months that I stopped really watching WWE consistently, where Braun Strowman went from like pretty all right giant Russell dude to like the people's champion. Yes. Like, it's really become like anytime you go on Twitter and there's a raw and Braun Strowman is on, it's like everyone wants a Pete. Like everybody loves Braun Strowman. Yeah. It's just like ridiculous. And I'm just like, I don't know really how this happened, but I'm I'm pretty okay with it yeah i'm very fine with it he's (laughs) he's great i'm very glad that he's uh he's doing all right for himself so i mean those were the uh the two events we're going to talk about the the fallout on wednesday marianne and i we'll talk about Mm -hmm. raw and smackdown see what's happening there but uh courtney thank you for joining me no problem anytime um please plug all of your things (laughs) um you can follow me on Twitter at Chicago's C Rose. And I do two podcasts of my own. One is called Face Lock Feministas. Um, it's on Twitter at Face Lock Fems, F E M M E S. And my friend Jay and I re- re- basically review Brit wrestling stuff and Chikara and random stuff. But it's mostly progress, Fight Club Pro, Attack, places like that. Um, and then I have my own podcast called Heart Eyes Pod. Yes. Uh, it's Hard Eyes and Wistful Size, but Hard Eyes Pod is the Twitter handle. And every week I interview a different wrestling fan about who their favorite wrestler is and why. Yeah. Uh, 
the last episode that went up was about Travis Banks, and Travis Banks listened to the whole thing, bless him. Oh, that's great. He did, and he tweeted about it, and he followed the podcast, and he is an absolute, oh. genuinely wonderful person, Good. and we were very surprised. I didn't tag him in it either, so it was like the oh, positive wow. side of vanity searching. Perfect. Um, <laughs> But it was very nice of him, so we have a lot of really good episodes coming up about, uh, I think the next two are Mustafa Ali and Mark Andrews. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. Nobody so, has um, has taken Dean Malenko or Ultimo Dragon yet, no? Nobody has. I'm waiting for you to tell me when you want to do it. We're going to do it, buddy. Oh, boy. You got to make a decision. I know. I mean, you can do them both. You just have to do one first. Right. All right. Yeah. I'll figure I'm that making out. My, I'm making my schedule for the next month two months so oh boy. get on that bud. okay all right yeah i'll definitely get on that <laughs> um and you plugged your personal yeah i did yeah okay. all right you can follow me i'm everywhere on the internet you can't miss me <laughs> who would want to miss you first of all, oh, shucks. Oh. i'm hysterical and wonderful you are i'm a gem <laughs> agreed <laughs> all right so you can like us on facebook and follow us on twitter just search tornado tag radio you can follow me on twitter at jp thrice uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. Uh, shout out to Finally North. They do our music. Soundcloud.com slash Finally North. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com and uh, buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. And uh, patreon.com slash notlg. Um, we have a new Patreon, and man, if I stall enough, I can figure out who it is. And I believe it's Calvin. Calvin, thank you so much. Uh, Calvin from the, uh, the Facebook group. We appreciate it. So, uh, Courtney, thanks again. Of course. No problem. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And we will talk to most of you on Wednesday. See you later. Bye. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.